God please bless this record here. Good morning, stop counting. Wake up and get your paper. Good morning, stop counting. Wake up and get your cake up, pimping. Woo! Good morning, stop counting. Wake up and get your cake up. It's your boy King Kong, the one and only and the only one. Telling you to wash your face, brush your teeth, cause it is time for the morning pee. So without further ado, shit from the podcast that doesn't give a fuck about your feelings, put your hands together for your host, Podcast P. That's me. Woo! <laughs> All right, cut that off, cut that off, cut that off. Listen, it has been um, an interesting, interesting weekend. Um, first and foremost, I'm your host. Welcome into the morning, P. I'm your host, Pernell Ramlo, a.k.a. Podcast P. Um, and I've been sitting here. Literally for, with all my equipment and all my stuff, for, what, two hours now? Two hours trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to say to you. And then you said to me, hey, Pernell, this show was supposed to release this morning. Yes, I understand that, but yesterday was Super Bowl, and I was out at a party, and I may have had a few libations, and um, <clears throat> then I had to work this morning, so I didn't uh, I didn't put out the episode. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you're getting it uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I'm recording Monday night. You guys are going to get this tomorrow morning. So we're going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday this week. So I apologize to all the listeners. Um, but let's get into Super Bowl, man, because what a fucking game. This is one of the better Super Bowls that I've seen uh, in quite some time. And I, I just want to say that I did call this. I called the Kansas City Chiefs winning this um, from, I think, when they played the Texans. <clears throat> Excuse me. They came back from, I don't know, 25 or 26 down, whatever it was, um, and were up at the half. So I was like, holy shit, when I first saw when I saw that game, I said it was over. Kansas City's going to win this 100%. I was at a party, uh, a Super Bowl party, with a couple friends that were San Francisco 49er fans. Um, and that was that was quite interesting to me because I didn't really think you guys still existed. <laughs> what the fuck do I know, though? I'm a Bears fan, so we haven't been to the show since 06, I think, um, where we lost. But Devin Hester did run back a fucking uh, uh, a kickoff. The opening kickoff for a touchdown, I think. Um, either the opening kickoff or the kickoff after the half. I can't remember exactly what it was. But he ran back that touchdown um, from the kickoff. 106 yards or some bullshit, whatever the fuck it was. That's when he um, when he caught it in the uh, in the end zone. And he fucking did the whole, like, pause and just kind of walk slowly. And the defense gave up. And he just fucking took off. Woo! That was awesome. I, I remember I would be in that... Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, with Calgary at all, where I'm recording at it. But I was at a place called Classic Jack's. And uh, I was watching with a bunch of people, and I was going fucking nuts. Bears jersey on. I was with like three or four other Bears fans, and uh, we're few and far between. But when we get together, when the Bears play a big game, we come around. Um, <clears throat> but again, uh, congratulations to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl, um, the one hundredth, the one hundredth showing for the Super Bowl, and uh, big things, man. I think I, um, you know Jimmy Garoppolo kind of dropped the ball. He was showing signs of some good throwing and some good passing and a little bit of talent, which I didn't think he had. I think it was a full – I think it was going to be – I thought the game was going to be a full run game. Um, but he showed some sparks of life. So, you know, Garoppolo may have a uh, have a chance next season to do something else. I think I think uh, San Francisco had a great defense, um, but they just didn't show up uh, for the second half uh, or maybe all the way until the fourth quarter maybe. <clears throat> but, uh, but then Mahomes just picked him apart as uh, – 
as people that know Mahomes said he would do. Now, I'm not that big on Mahomes, but um, I do appreciate what he does. Like I said, when I saw him come back, um, when I saw the Chiefs come back against the Texans, I was like, holy shit, these guys win the Super Bowl. So, you know, uh, my prediction as, uh, as, as slow as it was in the season or as late as it was in the season – uh, you know, it did come true. Now, I'm, I'm not the biggest NFL guy, but I do follow it. Sometimes there are guys that know a lot more than I do, so I kind of rely on them for, for their knowledge and whatever else. But in the playoffs, uh, every single bet that I made, um, I was correct. Uh, that could have just been beginner's luck or just uh, random guy luck, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, victim of circumstances, I guess, the best way to describe it. But listen, I've been sitting here for two hours trying to decide what the fuck I was going to talk about on today's show. Um, besides Super Bowl, and over the last, I don't know, two, three months, four months maybe, I've been getting sucked into so many goddamn conspiracy theories, like going down the rabbit hole, um, and I've always been, I guess, more of the skeptic, um, I follow a lot of Michael Shermer stuff, you know, Skeptic Magazine, all that fun stuff, but also follow, um, <clears throat> excuse me, follow, fuck, I got something in my throat, <coughs> excuse me, hopefully that worked, um, I do follow a bunch of different conspiracy theorists. Um, I do have friends that don't believe we went, uh, that NASA didn't go to the moon. I have friends, um, or I guess acquaintances, I guess, that believe the Earth is flat. Um, I have uh, people on my timeline, excuse me, uh, you know, JFK, JFK conspiracies, um, obviously the moon landing, which is a big one, uh, uh, alien people in the Earth, Illuminati, um, ancient alien type shit, like, there's so many different conspiracies and so many different angles that people take that I'm just like, okay, let me dig into a few of them. And I've been I've been getting sucked into this flat earth thing. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't believe it. I do not believe it. It's one of those things, like you ever have you ever been just scrolling your timeline and you have that one person that, you know, when you hit their name, you're like, okay, this guy, they're gonna be something I, their post or a meme, whatever they put up, you're like, this is gonna be something I really want to just scroll right by. Or it's something that gets you so fucking infuriated that you go and you just, you reply to them and reply to everybody else that fucking goes on. And next thing you know, you're sitting there for fucking 14 hours, fucking in an in a, in a internet debate. I have a friend like that on my timeline, and he's always posting about flat earth shit. And I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, for fuck sakes, how daft can you fucking be? Um, so I'm just gonna, it, I, honestly, it's not even that I get mad anymore. I kind of look forward to his post because I'm just like, every time I see the fucking post, I'm just like, okay, I could debunk this or I could just let him have it. And it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, fuck, let him have it, man. Like, just let him have this win. Okay. Take the fucking W. You got it. I'm good. I'm gonna keep scrolling and, and just keep it moving, man. Because at the end of the day, do I really want to be that frustrated with people or do I just want to enjoy my fucking life, man? And I think... These last four months of going down these rabbit holes, it's like, my God, how how do people believe this shit? I mean, yes, there is some uh, there's some theories out there that could have some grip that could uh, um, potentially be correct, right? And it's difficult to to understand the person that's believing that first of all, but it's also difficult to understand how the person is getting their information or where they're getting their information or how they're deciphering their information or whether they, they believe that everybody's lying and that they're correct. That's one of those things like, actually, I was just listening to a podcast and they said, um, you know, it's, it's signs of a psychopath where if, uh, if somebody automatically thinks they're correct in every situation um, and they can't be convinced otherwise, and that's, that's a sign of a psychopath. 
it's weird. Like for me, I've always followed this like scientific theory. I guess the best best way to describe it, right? If if I don't know what something could be, I, I take all the evidence or all the facts, or whatever I can gather um, from reputable sources, and try to replicate. Um, maybe not the science experience. I don't do that shit. I don't go that length, but I think about it logically to a point where I'm like, okay, this is, or this seems like the most logical outcome. So this has to be it until science disproves it. Right. Um, and I, I'm that way with, uh, you know, climate change. I believe there is climate change, but I don't believe it's as much man-made as what everybody makes it out to be. Um, and I think whatever, canceling straws or plastics or whatever the fuck it else is going to be, or the fucking carbon tax, you know, that shit is useless. There's a bunch of useless things that are going on because it's a big, I don't want to say conspiracy, but there's a whole thing that people want to try to make you believe that humans are causing um, uh, more global warming than what's happening. Uh, I think this is Earth's natural life cycle. I think every 30,000 years, and the science has proven this, uh, core drillings and things like that from the Arctic, every 30,000 years is usually an, uh, an ice age. And I don't think we're actually getting into that. I think, and we're overdue for an ice age, by the way. I think it's been um, 80 or 90,000 years since our last one. So I think we're actually in the process of getting back into an ice age. Now, when you hear information like that, there's people that'll say, well, because there was an ice age, you know, you never know what kind of civilizations could have been here before. And that gets into the ancient alien things. And then you get into the misinformation of, you know, what people are taking from that and misinterpreting their information or their facts or the evidence, misinterpreting the evidence is probably the best way to say it, and then taking that and putting their own spin on it to make it fit their narrative. Now, I think there's two different possible ways to look at things, right? You either you either take all the evidence and determine, determine, take all those factors and then make the determination about what this means, or you have a meaning already set out in your mind, and then you cherry pick the evidence that supports that theory, right? So... And I think that's exactly what flat earthers do, right? There's there's a whole bunch of evidence and tons and tons of scientific study that have said that, yes, this earth is a globe. It is round. It's a spherical shape. Um, yes, it bulges out more at the equator uh, because of the rotation of the earth. But I, I can't I can't get behind flat earthers, man. And if you are a flat earther, listen, I want to have this debate with you. Um, so I'm going to tag the flat earther I know. Uh, I do believe his, his name is uh, Jermaine Maiella. No, I could be sorry if I mispronounced your last name, but I'm going to tag you in this and hopefully we can come on here and have a discussion because I do believe that you believe what you're posting is the correct is the correct uh, um, um, or is the truth. Right. I believe that you believe that. Um, I don't think that it follows much scientific theory or scientific practice or scientific thinking. That being said, I do want to know why you think this and. I, I ne don't even necessarily want to come on here and rebut you and, and, and make you feel like a fool. That's not going to be my intention. My intention is going to be, you know, how do we go from your thinking like this and why you're thinking like that and the negative consequences it could have on society or, you know, why you were thinking like this, your, your history, your background, where you're getting your information from. I want to know all that stuff, um, how it could positively infect, uh, affect society too as well, right? Because I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories that have been proven correct, right? Um, you know, the false flags and all that, all that stuff that comes from misinformation spread by the media. There's a bunch of things in there that we could go over as well, where it's, you know, a lot of misinformation was spread through the media and people having people believe this in this propaganda. And, um, and then when the truth finally comes out, the documented truth comes out, people are forced to believe these conspiracy theorists that have been saying these things forever. Right now, flat earth is something I do not believe will get to that point. I think we have, like I said, enough scientific evidence to prove the earth is round. Um, and, and that's fine. 
right? I believe that, I think, along with you know, 99.9% of humans on Earth believe that. I think the rise of flat earthers come with the rise of YouTube and um, and people that are, again, taking the information and misinterpreting it and then putting out a video because, excuse me, god damn, I have something wrong with my throat. Um, because when you post videos on YouTube, there is money in that. Like, uh, I think Michael, uh, or sorry, um, Michael Shermer, yeah, was talking to Joe Rogan and on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's, um, I think Rogan said something like, um, there's real money in people that post YouTube videos about conspiracies because there's so many people that want this information um, or want to know a little more about it maybe, and they haven't really quite decided. The problem with that is somebody will watch a six-minute video, and if you can put up a six-minute video and it gets millions of hits, right, you're talking about real money. You know, it's it's pennies, pennies for every thousand hits, but you get a million hits and now you're looking at thousands of dollars, right? So people can actually make a living doing this and convincing other people what they believe is correct. And they're doing a pretty good fucking job of it, right? You got um you got celebrities believe it. I know I know B O B does it and uh, uh or believes in it. Um Kyrie Irving believes it's uh the world is flat. Um what's that YouTuber? I can't remember his name. Um whatever. The guy did the boxing thing too. He's tr- he believes the earth is flat. And without any evidence uh, or any any supporting evidence or su- evidence to support his theory or evidence to or, or even when they put out their supposed quote unquote evidence, it's easily debunked by 15 fucking people in 10 minutes. But people still believe them because they are a leading figure on YouTube or they trust what they have said in prior videos. Right. So it all leads up to this. Uh, um, what the fuck? You know, oh, my God, the earth is flat. And I can't believe I'm fucking talking about the goddamn flat earth. You know, I told myself I would never fucking talk about a goddamn flat earth on this podcast. And what, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm looks like. I suck down to the fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> this is what happens. This is exactly what happens to people when they go down. And, and when you go down a rabbit hole, and let's say you have don't have family or friends or anybody else to keep you like grounded or to give you information or to bounce ideas off of, this is what happens. You'll... Start, if you, can you hear that clicking? That clicking is my dog walking around my fucking hardwood floor. Um, sorry about that if you hear it. Last episode, you guys got him sniffing into the mic. This time, you got him walking around. It's perfect. Um, but this is what happens when people don't have ideas or people to bounce ideas off of, right? They'll start believing whatever they're hearing on the internet. And we all know that everything you believe on the internet is correct, right? Hmm? <laughs> you can't... I mean, and here's the thing. You'll have, um, you know... If you go looking for, if you go to, if you go looking to prove, for evidence to prove the Earth is flat, you're gonna find that. If you go, if you go to the internet to look, um, to look for evidence that says Hitler is still alive, you're gonna find that. If you go to the internet to find out whatever the fuck you want to find out, you're going to find information about that because the internet is an open space where people can say whatever the hell they want. It's not regulated, and there's nobody calling anybody else on their bullshit. And if they are, then those may or may not you may may or may not see those because you're searching for a specific thing. All right? Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyways, it's been 15. I can't believe I hit 15 minutes. On. <laughs> Flat earthers, man. And not only that, conspiracy theories. My boy Idol from I Want to Smoke is a uh, is a um, doesn't believe that NASA went to the moon. They think it the moon landing was faked. Um, and we've tried to have the debate a couple times. I just can't. I can't do it. I really want to have him on this podcast that we can actually talk about it and maybe go into depth about it and give you guys like an hour long or two hour long podcast about what the hell and how he believes that, right? Because I think, God damn it, Doc. Um, because I think what he believes is wrong. That's just my opinion. Obviously, he's got his opinion. I have my opinion, but I'd like to have that, um, have that discussion still. 
And I don't know, man. Um, other than that, I mean, it was a great fucking day. Uh, great last four months, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I had a great weekend. Like I said, I was out at the lake. I was um, at my buddy. My buddy owns some property on Maury Lake. Uh, shout out Christian Trowbridge. Uh, so we're out there doing some uh, winter maintenance <clears throat> and preventative, I guess. Uh, preventative maintenance, you know, shoveling snow off um, off roofs and uh, off decks and things like that. And uh, it was actually quite fun because there's he, he's in this lot where there's a bunch of, I guess, there's other, there's other properties right around. So there's a bunch of guys out there. Um, so yeah, it just turned into, we watched the flames, uh, the battle of Alberta, um, uh, my Calgary flames. Um, we lost actually to the Edmonton Oilers, um, on that night, that Saturday night hockey or hockey night in Canada, but we won three of the four matches. So we're good with that. So, and the Cassian and Kachuk beef is still there. Uh, everybody's still hot, hot about it. So I'm um, welcome back to battle of Alberta. I'm so fucking happy. It's back. It was off for a few years, but this is one of the things I remember growing up. And I was born in 82, so, you know, the 88, 89, uh, 90, 90, like, early 90s, that was huge. The Battle of Alberta was huge. I mean, we used to get those, the games on uh, on uh, CBC Hockey Night in Canada, man. And, I mean, when I tell you people tuned in, like, that's all people talked about for two or three days afterwards with the hockey game or the game, what happened in the game. I mean, analyzing every little thing and, and going about the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, you're, you're hearing about all the different things and how everybody thinks they're playing the game and this and that, and who's going to win the next game. It was just fucking nuts. So I'd like to welcome back because it was a huge thing in my childhood. And I really, It's really nostalgic for me, and I really, really enjoy having it back. So Battle of Alberta, man, welcome back. My Calgary Flames were 3-1 and one against the Edmonton Oilers. I'm not even sure if we play them um, again this year. We, may, we might play them two more times. I think we play them six times this year. I'm not quite sure. I'll have to t- do, I haven't done any research at all. And I don't even follow hockey that much. I follow the Flames when they play the Oilers or when they play the Canucks, you know, because those are huge, huge rivalries for us. So, and it was always good. Um, and I think, listen, that's it. It's been fucking almost 18 minutes here. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And like I said, I had no idea what the fuck I was going to talk about today. But um, shout out to Chris Rubeck for losing like a man. Um, cheering for the 49ers on Sunday last night. Thank you for invite, invite, the invite to the party. I do appreciate that. And uh, listen, you're getting this one Tuesday morning, so I guess I'll see you tomorrow. And with that, peace.